You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about the armor of God. And let's go right to our text. It's Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 from the Good Speed Translation, which says, Use every kind of prayer and entreaty, and at every opportunity pray in the Spirit. Uh, so the Roman soldier had a spear, but not one, many kinds. And the spears of the Roman soldier represent the various kinds of prayer that are available to the believer. So we talked about the prayer of consecration. Now we're going to talk about another type of prayer, the prayer of petition. The prayer of petition or supplication is a very specific want. It's when you go to God for something specific. Some things that we approach God in prayer about, we don't know exactly what we need, what we want. But in this case, we do know exactly what we're after, what we want. This type of prayer is the kind that's prayed usually in dire circumstances. And the one who prays this type of prayer is acutely aware of his own great need and uh, recognizes that without the help of God, he is in an inferior position. Uh, Therefore, there is an earnestness with it. Let me show you an example of this. This is Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7, and it's talking about Jesus And this is from 26 translations. Christ in the days when he was a man on earth. And so that is a a very important phrase. When he was a man on earth, it implies that he was not in the greatest position of, of authority here. Having sent up prayers and requests, crying aloud and weeping as he pleaded to him, who could save him from death and was heard, because he feared God. And what happened is God gave Christ the great strength to go through his passion. That's, that's the answer to this prayer. The person who prays this prayer of petition is always in a vulnerable position. You see it in James five seventeen when talking about Elijah. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain. You see, Elijah was alone as a prophet of God. He, he, there were other people who feared God, but there wasn't anybody speaking. And he was the point man for the kingdom of God in those days. <clears throat> he was standing alone against the wickedness, the great wickedness of King Ahab, and even worse, his wife Jezebel. And so uh, Elijah was very much aware of his vulnerability, of his uh uh, inferiority toward them in the natural, not certainly spiritually, but but he could tell it in the natural. And you can see that from time to time he responded uh, to that. This kind of prayer is offered toward God over matters of great significance. Uh, you, you're not praying uh, this, this prayer of great petition uh, for uh, a blue sports car, okay? Uh, now, uh, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with you praying for certain things, what things, whoever you desire. And God wants to give us the desires of our heart. But this prayer, this prayer of petition is a very fervent prayer about something of great significance. Uh, so that is one of the types of prayer that's available to us. Here is yet another one. It is the prayer of authority. And it's prayed 
with a bold sense of confidence, knowing that you are in a seat of authority when you are actually praying this prayer. And so the supplicant is fully aware of the will of God before he prays. And I want to show you this from 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, verse 15. Now, I told you a couple of days ago, it's important to build your faith in the Word, and you need to study Bible, and this is a great illustration of this. This is a set of verses, 1 John 5, 14, and 15, that you ought to have marked. You ought to have those marked in your Bible. It's something that you should come back to from time to time. Now, this is the confidence. Well, where does confidence come from? Confidence can only come from something that you know. Confidence doesn't come if you aren't sure. It comes because of what you know. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, again, there is the knowing here. And so the person who's praying this prayer is a person who knows something. He knows the will of God. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Now, so many people pray without knowing the will of God, and they tag all of their prayers, if it be thy will. Now, I want to talk to that for just a minute because it's a huge issue. Don't put that in all of your prayers. In fact, that is a, 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 a phrase that you put into the prayer of consecration. Lord, I will go to this country and, and do your work there if it be your will. Lord, I will be a pastor if it be your will. I don't know what you want from me, Lord, but I will do it if it be your will. You use that phrase, if it be thy will, only when you don't know the will of God. To tag every prayer with that statement is a mistake. There are some prayers that you pray where you don't need to say, if it be thy will. Why? Because you know the will of God. Well, how do I know the will of God? All right, you have two choices. You can try to know the will of God by circumstances, but when you read your Bible, you can tell that there were loads of circumstances that were not the will of God. We talked a few days ago about how David came home from a, a military trip and found out that his entire village had been captured. The city was left behind burned. All of the women and children and all of their possessions were taken. Was that the will of God? Emphatically, no. David didn't think for a minute that it was the will of God. He never resigned himself to it. So yes, it happened, but it wasn't the will of God. The sooner you realize that not everything that comes to you in life is God's will, the better off you're going to be. David was able to tell this is the will of God, this is not, based upon the covenant that was revealed to him and to the people of Israel, not on the circumstances. And that's why we pray according to the will of God and we know the will of God before we pray because we see God's will revealed in his word. Now, circumstances don't reveal the word of God. 
Let me give you one great illustration of this. It is found in the story of Simon Peter, and I want to read this to you from the Gospel of John, the 21st chapter. Now, Jesus is restoring Simon Peter to ministry. Simon was discouraged after the resurrection. He said, I'm going back to Galilee. I'm going fishing. And so he thought, I'm done. And and it wasn't that he was going to quit. It's that he felt like he had let the Lord down because he had denied the Lord three times. And so three times on the Sea of Galilee, Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And all three times, Peter said, yes. Jesus gave him a chance to get back into fellowship and to get back in the saddle. Each time, Jesus gave him a ministry command, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. Now, each one of those things was a call back to ministry. And so... Uh, they had a great catch of fish on the Sea of Galilee at that time, 153 fish. Scholars have wondered for years, what does 153 mean? Well, all of the words in Hebrew have a numerical value. Every letter has a number associated with it. So the phrase, the sons of God, B'nai Ha Elohim, has a numerical value of 153. They caught 153 fish. It was symbolic of them catching the sons of God. He was calling Peter back into ministry. Now, this is what he said to him, and this is fascinating. He said in verse 18, John 21, Most assuredly I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you were old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken, he said to him, follow me. Now, basically what Jesus did is he told Peter, you will not die till you're so old that you will have to have help getting dressed. So in the book of Acts chapter four, or I'm sorry, chapter 12, when Peter is going to be executed by King Herod, the very next day, he is sound asleep. He is sleeping very soundly. And an angel has to come and wake him up. Now pay attention to what the angel says. He says, gird yourself. That means put on your girdle. Tie on your sandals. And he did. And then he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. The angel three times told Peter, dress yourself. Why? Because Peter was still capable of dressing himself. He knew he wasn't going to die. He knew he wasn't going to die because Jesus had told him that he would not die until he was so old that he had to have help getting dressed. And so when the angel came, he's telling Peter, I'm not going to help you get dressed. You get yourself dressed. You can dress yourself. And so Peter uh, was set free on that word. Now, what I want you to see is Jesus had clearly stated his will for Peter. His will was that Peter live a long time and die only when he was so old he needed help getting dressed. But here is King Herod doing something that's totally against the will of God. And so just because you have circumstances that say something against what God has said doesn't mean that is God's will. And Peter did not receive that as God's will. Only the word of the Lord 
can show you what is God's will and what is not. And that's why you ought to educate yourself in the Word of God. It is so you can quickly tell this came from God, this didn't. Well, that's all the time I have for today. But one of those types of prayer is the prayer of authority. And it comes when you know the will of God. It's all the time I have. We'll see you tomorrow. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.